Hello! Welcome to Cryptid Creation, where I tell my friends about the weirdest and greatest cryptids in the pursuit of crafting one of our own. I'm Cal. I'm Bree. I'm Grace. And I'm Rye. And the time has come. We have reviewed the ancient scrolls of the best and brightest cryptids. The cryptid creation time has come! <laughs> it's just fun! We have done the cryptids, now time to create. No, we have not done the cryptids. We have learned about the cryptids. <laughs> oh, we have no. that. <laughs> That's not what I them. meant, and you know that. <laughs> A concerning amount of this podcast has been dedicated to talk of it, so... Much to my dismay. <laughs> um, so in review, because I know we're all neurospicy here, um, I have created a fun little um, compilation of all the traits we've thrown out that we have for our cryptid to be. Um, so I don't know how we want to um, review them exactly. Maybe we can all like go in order and start reading them out loud. Um, but just as a review, we want our cryptid to be a cool guy to chill with, number one. Um hair that is either high fashion or horrendous <laughs> yeah and you've thrown, thrown out some choice examples over the podcast so that gives us a lot to choose from a dump truck ass <laughs> he should be spooky but not scary spooky and very crucially it may be just a sandhill crane Valid possibility. Twitter. Alive. <laughs> Ally. TM, TM. <laughs> and then um, going into our Mothman discussion from our good, good boy. Alright, so for Mothman, we want him to have glowing eyes, um, bat-like wings, uh, prophetic, but in a bad way, and to be a bird. I'm going to say preferably a Sandhill Crane. Maybe we're not creating a cryptid, but rather a cryptid costume for a Sandhill Crane to wear. I'm I'm adding that to the drawing board, absolutely. For Bigfoot, we said we want them to be amberverted, have long arms, a consent king, forms a community of willing kidnappies, totally not a cult, um, no bad stink, and no DNA evidence. All right, I just and... want to know, I can't remember what we were talking about when we were talking about willing kidnappies, no cult, what? <laughs> yeah, we got into like a whole... I believe Bigfoot kidnapped a lot of people. Yeah. For Nessie, we want to make sure that there is a unlicensed Taco Bell mascot, not sponsored unfortunately, <laughs> no boily or bubbly skin, eel texture, um, imperceivable feet, long neck, a Scottish accent, and um, at least one bog body. At least. Hmm? All right. And then I'll go in for our boy, the Jersey Devil. Um, we said that we wanted his signature forked tail. Um, I forget who, but someone threw out the idea of having like a sleeve of all tattoos of cryptid past so all the ones that we've discussed over our six current episodes and 
crabby in the like evolution way. <laughs> From the Flatwoods monster, we want them to have the ability to float, little claw hands, a full-bodied red glow to go with those glowing eyes from earlier. Um, he has to resemble a recognizable symbol. Maybe they're an alien that visited a long time ago and just chose to stick around and create chaos. And again, a rushing nesting, Russian nesting doll of cryptids, which I think goes with the whole Sandhill Crane costume thing. Yeah, we're really on to something here. All right. And for the chupacabra, we want them to have feet made for punting. <laughs> Disease and toxin-free, okay, with the ability to cure all known diseases. Our cryptid's a hero. Um, we want them to have quills, be a geometric artist. Maybe they have some messed up teeth, that's okay. The ability to photosynthesize, asexual in a mitosis way, and the LGBTQ way if it so decides for itself. Um, and it does have allergies and or asthma. Can I add to that one though? Has to be hypoallergenic. <laughs> not giving allergies to anyone else yes i like yeah. it does that kind of go with being toxin free yeah okay true i think it yeah. does i mean allergies are your body responding to an allergen like it's a toxin right ish sure yeah <laughs> also Science. i know that i compiled this list but i just made the connection between we want the the feet of our cryptid to be completely imperceivable. Um, no one can see these feet, but they can punch you across a room. Um, the answer to that is simply no one perceives the feet, which means it's even scarier when they get punted. <laughs> oh, you're so right. That's that's the scary, but not like spooky scary thing. Mm -hmm. That's the factor there. You don't see it coming. <laughs> You'll never see That's those That's the imperceivable coming. part. Excellent. Alright. So, um... Oh, I also... Hold on. Let me see if I... Okay, I did include in the list. So we at least have, like, diet and reproduction of our crypto down. Asexual reproduction and just eats from the sun. Don't have to worry mm -hmm. about that. Excellent. But we have quite quite the load for appearance of our cryptid. Because, like, at the base of it, at its core, we have Sandhill Crane. That is firmly established. But what surrounds... What encompasses the Sandhill Crane? Um, what if it's like a... You perceive what our cryptid wants you to perceive. Ooh. And that's why there's so many different characteristics. It's like a I like chameleon. Nice. Yeah, the Jersey Devil's description varies because it's just seen as ugly, incorrect falsehoods. Um, <laughs> but our cryptid is just like, whatever suits me today. <gasps> Wait, gender fluid and appearance fluid. <laughs> Shape-shifting cryptid, let's go. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, you guys remember those glasses that had the big, like, pinkish nose and you put it on and it's like, ooh, this is my disguise. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what our cryptid is, except it's got, like, different hats. 
Perfect. It's like Perry the platypus. And, like, you just don't know. <laughs> Excellent. I fully endorse this. So instead of Russian nesting doll, or instead of Russian nesting doll, we have Perry the platypus. Shapeshifter. Oh, that's another thing that we should have. Ooh. Our cryptid should be on an episode of Phineas and Ferb. Oh, oh so yes. many cryptids of. <laughs> yeah, that has been fathers. established in the Nessie episode. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Nessie and Chupacabra and. I'm sure they, they, they. I'm sure they did another one. They had to have. They had a lot of seasons. They definitely did a Bigfoot episode. Isn't Bigfoot yeah, but it was like, like it wasn't like a Bigfoot's real episode. It was like they were making Bigfoot costumes, basically. Doctor Doofenshmirtz mistaken for Bigfoot because he got like covered in stuff. Oh yes, that is true. He got caught in the costume, like he was going on a date or something. Yeah. Man, I forgot to cover that in the Bigfoot episode. <laughs> I'm slacking on my cryptid lore. Then. It makes sense then why our cryptid would be Perry the Platypus. We're like part of that secret agency. Our goal is to make Dan Prob and Meyer proud. I mean, Mile, the Chupacabra is already canonically part of their super secret agency. <laughs> That's right! Secret Wait agent CH. I just remembered. I run their agency. Because... <gasps> Major monogram? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I shaved my mustache, though. And this the is a true crossover episode. It, it really is. Alright, but I would like to, for a moment, revisit the um, recognizable symbol aspect of our cryptid. That'll just, like, give us a lot of branding opportunities or give the cryptid our child-to-be branding opportunities. And be like a bat symbol for him. If you, if you see, like a four-leaf clover or something, it could actually be our guy. Um, we could do like a Celtic knot. Ooh, biblically accurate cryptid. Biblically accurate cryptid. If it's Celtic, I'm pretty sure it's explicitly not biblically. Okay. <laughs> True, but like I'm just thinking of the symbol of the Celtic knot, and just like if you shine a light onto it, I'm picturing that it like turns into a couple of wheels intertwined, filled with eyes. And we have the wings, the bat wings. Hear me out, though. Go ahead. Symbol wise, we could just make the symbol a giant eye. Magnus Archives. (gasps) Magnus Archives, welcome to Night Vale. We're going the full cr- podcast route of just, we need to have an eye crucial to our lore. Okay, but I do absolutely love the Celtic knot being our symbol. And what if, hear me out, it's got like a lot of hollow spaces and stuff. Um, but what if like, it's one of those dramatic cartoon reveals where like, you shine your flashlight onto what looks like a Celtic knot and it's something completely different. So it's just like a full formed guy. <laughs> Ah. Shifting, much like our cryptid. Yeah. Its dark form and its light form are completely different. You shine a flashlight on it and, wow, it's a sandhill crane. (laughs) 
But what's that? It's got a hat. Perry the Santal Crane. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, and I like, I know Robert was very insistent on, like, the eel-textured skin from back in our nasty episode. I'm not a Um, fan of that. Yeah, I'm (laughs) I'm so sorry to Bobbert, but, like, I'm trying to picture how that would work with, like, mullet hair <laughs> and also, like, having possibly feathery wings and, like, quills and stuff. Uh, Have you seen hagfish slime? Ugh. And how it, like, expands, not. like, 50 times or something like that? Oh, boy. Physically nasty. Um... Yeah, much respect to Bobbert, and thank you so much for being there in my absence. I am going to veto that one. <laughs> like, I feel like we can incorporate that into our cryptids, like, say, water form or whatever. Like, when it wants to transform itself to join its good friend Nessie for, like, tea time or whatever. Um, so we don't have to see it because it's deep under the surface. And, like, its wings sort of, mm-hmm. like, meld back into its body or something. <laughs> Cursed. Cursed, just transformer style. But no one sees it, so it's fine. So it's fine. So everything is okay. Yeah. It just assumes that form to visit its collection of bog bodies. Mm Mm-hmm. Our cryptid is a friend to all. We talked about it not having a cult of people. I mean, having a cult of people, but not a cult of people. (laughs) Are the cults of people maybe the bog bodies? Oh, gross. Ooh. Thanks, I hate it. Yeah, because, like, in the Bigfoot episode, we also talked about, like, hey, what if being a cryptid is contagious? Mm. Maybe the real cryptids were the bog bodies we made along the way. Question, how does this interact with our cryptid having the cure for all known diseases? (laughs) Wait, that body is just, like, a fashion type? Is death not the cure to everything? (laughs) Good news, guys! I mean, you won't be sick anymore. Yeah! They've got a point. Our child is about to get rid of my chronic pain forcefully, and you know what? Alright, so I am absolutely keeping the Celtic symbol intact because chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. Um, But what if we switch tactics and um, focus in on what we want our cryptids lore to be? Because that might lend credence to what we surround the Sandhill Crane form with. For like, it's public, when it walks into the commune, the not cult commune, um, what is its go-to kind of I have a very good idea. What if it's like a like a fairy type situation where it's like our cryptid was brought to life solely based on the belief of us and our <gasps> listeners. Clap if you work, believe. Grace doesn't to believe you by in listeners cryptids. like you. <laughs> <laughs> We're appealing to child grace in this form. <laughs> You may not believe in cryptids, but once upon a time. Gotta have that PBS spice. (laughs) Truly. 
that though because like we've gone back and forth between like ancient being or like this this is a cryptid who was just inspired into creation into being with the just like sheer love of our community towards these funky little guys hence the sleeve of tattoos of this is where i came from these are my origins i love it this is my origin story <laughs> yeah so our cryptid can just like appear throughout time and just like wherever it's needed to be wherever it would be funniest perhaps mm -hmm. That's, I feel like that is definitely, wherever is funniest, <laughs> where people are like, dang, I would really need a really funny cryptid right now. Our cryptid yeah, has like, perfect comedic timing. Our cryptid can solve all diseases, but doesn't know where to go because our cryptid has a horrible sense of direction. Mm -hmm. And so like, could have been there during the bubonic plague, couldn't figure out how to row a boat. <laughs> But that's how it got all the pod bodies. It just went, aw, nuts, what do I do? Aw, heck. I love that so, so much, though. What if our cryptid came down in the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs? <gasps> that would objectively be the funniest. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, life, I'm going to have so many friends. <laughs> And you know and that what? Also, they would. <laughs> that also goes along with our Cassandra-esque prophecy ability. <laughs> of just like, ah, I need to be down there. I don't know why exactly. <laughs> Let's <-a> go. It's <laughs> a me. Mario. Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom. Here we uh, go. God, I am giving our cryptid the ability of a flawless Mario Brothers imp impersonation. Mm. He is the Char Agreed. Charles Martinet of cryptids. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Charles Martinet. Shout out Martinet if you're watching. <laughs> if you're watching, we apologize for capitalism. <laughs> a rough move. All right, but I would love to revisit the name because I, especially as we're letting our cryptid like choose its own pronouns, um, mm -hmm. I personally am a fan of just like the ability to encompass all pronouns. Um, but like, I'm not gonna force that on our boy with an I. That is a better idea. Objectively, my brain did the thing it always does where it's like, but what if his name is, like, what if their name was Steve? <laughs> Boof. Repeat that, please. Boof. Boof. Named after the sound when Boof hit the ground, killing all of the dinosaurs. <laughs> Whenever your dog looks at you and makes that sweet, sweet boof sound, it's because looming right behind you, out of sight, is... <laughs> Just a Celtic knot-esque creature going like, hi, puppy! <laughs> hey, puppy! <laughs> Boof, the fairy being that encompasses time and space and gender. I love it! Says Boof. Honestly, yeah, I'm here for Boof. <laughs> I'm here for Boof. 
the creative spirit has struck us. <laughs> All things boof. It has blessed us in this moment. Boof. Boof. It doesn't have to be boof. I just thought boof would be funny. No, I like And boof. you are objectively correct. Yes. Yeah. No, we're sticking to our guns. Boof. Boof. The being of the Celtic knot and many eyes. And many eyes. And many forms. And many forms. You know, my second submission, it has been sent. <gasps> Ooh. And you got that centered wheel of eyes. Oh, I like that one. That is very good. That's very good. Yeah. For Because this is an audio medium, I'm going to describe it. It's a <laughs> four-tiered Celtic knot with a black circle with little eyes in it in the center. Each tier of the, like, each little side of the knot is red, green, blue, and yellow. Yeah, it's very, very much my aesthetic, at least. Mm -hmm. And again, when you shine your flashlight on it, it's just four sandhill cranes doing a sick ass, like, <laughs> aerial motion. Incredible. They're going for gold. I don't know in what, but they're talented. Um, is this our cryptid's calling card? When it quote unquote cures diseases and accidentally kills people, it just like leaves this behind? <laughs> yeah. It leaves your body in that shape. Oh, oh god. Ah. <laughs> I don't oh, want that's to horrifying. That. Oh god. Yeah, and to probably clear the air for um it being our cryptid boof leaving this calling card and not like a Celtic mass murderer or something, because that's not the direction we're going. Um it just like <laughs> has in the circle like boof was here. Boof was here. With a uh, boof was W Z U Z here, absolutely, and a little smiley face in oh, each of face. each of the circles, and then on the bottom, be not afraid. <laughs> no, be very afraid. Afraid? Question mark. <laughs> Hang in there. Who's to say? Alright, our cryptid should have hang in there, kitty energy. Are you implying that our cryptid is a poor little meow meow? Of course our cryptid is a poor little meow meow. The poorest of little meow meows. But, okay, we have to, because I feel like we've gone back and forth on, is our cryptid committing war crimes or is our cryptid a misunderstood <laughs> friendly being? I think, you ask. I think Boof's past is a little fuzzy in the, like, accidental war crime department. Mm -hmm. Like intending to cause oh, there good. are no accidents in war <laughs> <laughs> You don't accidentally commit a war crime. Boof finds a way. Boof. Where there's a boof, there's a way. Where there's a boof, there's a way. If anybody's stupid enough, they could accidentally. I, I think, okay, but going back, Boof's past is a little cloudy, a little fuzzy, doesn't always like to talk about, especially the dinosaurs is kind of a rough topic, but like now 
in their commune, they have like a good council to go like, hey, hey guys, wouldn't this be a fun, funky, fresh idea? And they all go, boof, please. Please. Hold on a minute. I beg. <laughs> Let's workshop. You're better oh, than boy. this boof. <laughs> please, don't commit another war crime. You already killed the dinosaur. <laughs> I could have been writing a pterodactyl at this time. Hmm? Alright, but going back to like that community aspect of Boof, I think that this, like the community base, is in a pocket separate from time and space, in the same way that Boof is separate from time and space. He can visit you anywhere in, outside your window, out in the woods, and just goes like, hey! Come with me, fella. Let's go. They live on planet Foob. Foob! <laughs> Forbidden children's book of Boof and the legend of Foob. Mm -hmm. But anyone, any age, any... <laughs> okay, the residents of Foob are called Foobastanks. <laughs> Foobastanks! I love it. Canon. Canonized. Seal of approval. Foobastanks, sound off in the comments below. <laughs> I thought we were explicitly making him not stinky. No, that's, that's the citizens of Foob. It's just what they're called. <laughs> You know, Fubastanks. Shout out to all the Fubastanks out there. Fubastank Nation. On the planet of Foob. On the planet of Foob. Far, far yeah. away. And anyone of any age, any location, any ethnicity can become a Fubastank if you just want it hard enough. Walk out. <laughs> wander through the woods. Preferably at a well at time, so like something worse than Boof doesn't find you. But just our boy knows where you are and accepts you. Um, so I have an idea. Hold on, I have to find it really quick. Um for their national anthem. Ready? I'm scared. I fear. It's just oof. Oof. <laughs> Minecraft villager sound. Or, hold on. Or, we can do this one. Will we get sued? No, no, no. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's leave that to Lane to research. Sorry, Lane. Sorry, Lane. That's truly the moral of this episode. <laughs> yeah, th I think the moral of this series is often, sorry, Lane. Yeah. Lane, your sacrifice and the time you dedicate to this allows Boof to reach its fullest potential. And for that, Boof appreciates and loves you. I was going to say, for anyone out there, if no one's in your corner, Boof is in your corner. Boof is in your corner. Not if you're racist, though. 
No. And and anything against the LGBTQ plus out community, get that out of here. Allies only. Listen, if Boof isn't in your corner, Boof is in the opposite corner with boxing <laughs> gloves ready to fight. Yes, yes, yes. Our cryptid Boof will punch a racist. <laughs> Boof has a body count. It all hasn't always been intentional. Most of the time it hasn't. But this time it could be. You know, those accidental war crimes. <laughs> those accidental war crimes really pile up. <laughs> um, so the temperament of our friend is seems to be a little himboy. Just a little ditzy. Um, what other like and of course there's a sense of justice trying to right the wrongs of the world, whether that be accidentally murking the dinosaurs or punching a Nazi. Um, <laughs> what other aspects are at its core personality? Mm. I think Boof sh should be gentle. gentle. A gentle lover. No. <laughs> no! First, think later. Huh? Act first think later yeah yeah the council of I forgot Fuba stank already but <laughs> the council at Fuba stank is constantly chasing after them going boof please <laughs> <laughs> consider um... but yes gentle sweet ready to love platonically no <laughs> platonically uh, no thoughts head empty Unironically enjoys the Cars movie series. Absolutely. <laughs> Life is a highway, and Boof is ready to drive. Boof's riding it, yeah, all night long. Oh. Gotta go fast. The road leaves leads to Foob. It's how he gets home. All roads lead Ooh, to Chow. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> We're really showing our true colors here and just like going on long topics about Phineas and Ferb in the Cars movie series. We're really incurring Disney here. <laughs> Hear me out. Alright. Um, so there's the Fubastank Mansion, right? Where all the Fubastanks live. Um, and it is protected by two obscenely large sandhill cranes which act as their like guards yes some mansions have like flocks of peacocks or swans just tromping the area we have very aggressive sandhill cranes <laughs> but, but not tall. towards the commune members they're like big boys they're like the length of a bus but tall like if you put a bus upwards that's how tall these santo crane guardians are big guardians boys. of the fubastank <laughs> wow these marvel <laughs> movies are getting weirder and weirder this new guardians of the galaxy spin-off this is the part where i should take adhd medication we all probably should have at this point. I am 
unmedicated today. I am medicated, but I was just looking up pictures of sandhill cranes because I was like trying to come up with mostly I was wondering if they had teeth on their tongue like geese do. Um but uh did apparently number one Google came up with first that they apparently taste like pork chops which is unusual for a bird, but also um does anyone want to know their top speed? Oh, I'm no. scared. 25 to 35 miles per hour. Fuck. With a good tailwind, they can do 500 miles in a day. That's pretty slow, actually. It's more than I can do. Can you run 25 miles an hour? Well, no. (laughs) Do you think I would run ever? No. Period. Can you walk 25 miles in a day? No, but I mean, for birds, that's not that fast. It's still impressive to me because, listen, I will attempt to jog or, like, just, like, half run. And my years of marching band has messed my running style so up my, that my feet just go like, oh, jazz running? You want a jazz run? You like jazz, kids? Uh, speaking of jazz, um, under the people also ask, what is special about a sandhill crane? Sandhill cranes are known for their dancing skills. Let's go. Hell yeah. Oh, yes. Raves at Fubus. The Foob Commune. I'm going to start that over again. Raves at the Foob Commune just really go off. Like, they get the Jersey Devil in there doing, like, his rave styling. They have the Sandhill Cranes tearing up the dance floor. It's actually just Dan Povermeyer and all of the Sandhill Cranes doing, like, the Phineas and Ferb, like, jerky dances. (laughs) Excellent. We came. We boofed. Boof conquered. <laughs> Boof conquered. But mm-hmm. I feel like maybe we're ready to revisit appearance. Because what is that, like, kind of casual Friday appearance that Boof wears? They can mm-hmm. transform into many variations of their core. They got the Celtic knot as their kind of, like, vague in the dark symbol. But what, what do they feel the comfiest in? What truly Jorts. feels like them? shorts I should have expected something along this line (laughs) I was gonna say like Bigfoot in some sweatpants jorts over the sweatpants and socks and sandals oh my god I'm vetoing this now (laughs) could you imagine if you were like in the woods and you saw Bigfoot but Bigfoot was like glowing red, and then also you noticed they were just wearing like a juicy tracksuit. <laughs> Honestly, I'd be I'd be more embarrassed about interrupting that me time that Bigfoot mm-hmm. is clearly having. <laughs> It'd be a good casual outfit because jorts have been vetoed. Um... Yeah, and remember that core. That core appearance, the comfiest of vibes, is also, like, taking into a consideration the long arms, the long neck, the dump truck ass. So, a nice pair of dark wash jeans, a white button-up, buttoned, like, unbuttoned, like, three buttons down, maybe, just so it's, like, 
mysterious but also protective. And then the sleeves are the appropriate length, but they are rolled up to what would be Boof's elbows. <laughs> Excellent. It's like my professor coming in on a Friday and just like going, yeah, we're here. Let's just let's just make it the best. And they've got like the 2016 dark nerd glasses. They Excellent. can see, but it's for the aesthetic. <laughs> and their long mullet Rapunzel hair is like tied up into a messy bun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the footprints, like, there's, like, two normal footprints, right? And then every third footprint says just girly things. (laughs) (laughs) Three footprints in a row that say girl boss gaslight. (laughs) You're walking along a beach. There are two (laughs) passive footprints. You look back and one of them just says girl boss. (laughs) Hmm. You look further along the beach. You see written in the sand. Why? (laughs) Why are we here just to suffer? You look behind you again, and right behind you, there's that Celtic knot of many eyes. Go on, hey, bud. Hey. Behind you, there he is, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> there he is, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Who would win in a fight, Boof or Shia LaBeouf? Boof. Boof, but unintentionally. He'd <laughs> just be thinking that they're having a great Saturday. <laughs> Boof's catchphrase be. Ooh, it's that's boof a... in time. I was gonna say it's boof in time. It's boof in time. You know what? Yeah, that's something we haven't considered yet. The like signature noise because we have Bigfoots have their whole like kind of grunting language thing. Um, Mothman's got like a really high pitch thing going on. I feel like this might be best left to Grace. But, like, what is the sound like Boof would make in an encounter? What would be, what would people tell tales of? Um. That's right. It's a sandhill crane. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't hear the noise. But, yeah, it really should just be a sandhill crane call. I got it, I got it, I got it. Ready? (laughs) Hear me out, though. What if everyone hears something different, but if you don't believe, you hear nothing at all? (gasps) I like that. Also, that kind of leans into, like, you know, if you're friends with with, with Boof, then you hear a very pleasant, like, if you are not friends with Boof, you just, just hear Sandhill Cranes. <laughs> yeah, first of all, run, but... It's some eldritch horrible noise. That's another good way to describe the Sandhill Crane noise. 
You know what? Yeah, I like that. Just like his appearance. It changes from person to person. Just just enough to keep mm-hmm. you guessing. Alright. Well, I feel like we've established quite a good list here. I think this was and, very successful. Yeah. And with that, I think we're ready to tell the tale of Boof. Boof is a cryptid brought into being just by the pure fascination with cryptid kind. Its origin lies in the beings of Mothman, Bigfoot, Nessie, Jersey Devil, the Flatwoods Monster, the Chupacabra. Just love of all of these good, good boys morphed together into a truly eldritch being placed into space and time by our own cryptid council on the call right now. You're absolutely right. (laughs) It's hard to tell when the first instance of Boof's appearance is. And while no one was around to to tell about it, there are tales that Boof... Huh? I was, but yeah. Yeah, well, well, Brie was. But maybe Brie's the one who spread it then. But tell tales tell of Boof's presence at the extinction of the dinosaurs. Just there for a good time, for a good party. But alas, tragic, <laughs> tragedy struck. <laughs> tragedy struck. <laughs> I was going to say tragedy struck as Boof struck the earth. As Boof struck the earth, truly. <laughs> <laughs> their present struck as did boof <laughs> <laughs> but boof's presence has been <laughs> depicted and experienced throughout time for better or worse experienced <laughs> yeah perhaps look at the funniest disasters that you personally can think of and maybe lurking in the background could be the vague shape of a celtic knot unexplained that's boof hmm? that's boof are you saying that boof will remain unsolved <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we can steal that ip i don't think so either and i we we have very in-depth solved boof today <laughs> i was gonna say also i wouldn't want to steal that ip i love those guys yeah. Are you saying that Boof remains unknown? There we go. The true extent of Boof Boof's remains unintentional cryptic. war crimes. Oh, I shit, like Grace. It remains cryptic. Believe in Boof, because Boof believes in you. Yes! Can we make Believe in Boof because Boof believes in you <laughs> posters? Please, yes. Look to our merch when I have time to actually design some. And you will find a friend and boy with an eye, ungendered. That's Boof. <laughs> but Boof it's has been time. rumored to have multiple different appearances, and this has no commentary on how the on the physical appearance of Boof itself. It just changes at will, but always at its core is that vague, crypt- Celtic knot appearance. In the dark corners, before you turn on the lights or shine a flashlight over, you can see the vague outline of a Celtic knot. And probably a few glowing eyes, because it's rad. A glowing red Celtic knot. (laughs) 
Boof is known to be a very gentle and kind being, and this is perhaps best embodied in the community it's formed around itself on a time carved into space-time itself of the kingdom of Foob. <laughs> With a... I keep forgetting the, the bizarre word. <laughs> Repeat again, sorry. The Foobastanks? Foobastanks, of course. How could I forget? <laughs> Loyal Foobastanks flock around Boof in this, in this kingdom of Foob guarded over by some pretty dope sandhill cranes that are always ready to party with their giant giant beings <laughs> and you too may be fortunate enough to become a fubastank if you truly believe <laughs> you too could look like me <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll join the Kingdom of Foob in time for like their monthly cars marathon. <laughs> Cause truly what a what a holiday that is. Alright, back on track. I think that completes yes. the story of Woof. Have I left anything out? Mm, not that we'll know right oh. now. <laughs> Boof when... lore is constantly expanding, so we'll it's... see how this expands in the future. Absolutely. I will say, Boof has tried their best to use their cures for all known diseases. They just sometimes get a little confused on the way. They just, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the quote unquote cures escalate things, and that's fine. That happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they got the spirit, though. And listen, we are all tenants of Fubastank here in this chat today. Um, and we're all like still clearly very neurospicy and out here. And that's because Boof recognizes the importance of neurodiversity. Like this is not a disease. This is just, yeah. your brain works in a different way than society wants it to. And that's not you on you. You don't and need to be cured. sometimes it's a disease. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and know sometimes... about you, but like, not having the executive function to get up and pee is not... A disease. <laughs> a society thing. <laughs> that's just a me thing. <laughs> True. That is a, uh, the... I have nerfed myself. <laughs> But the importance is consent. Do you want this thing about you to be cured? And clearly, Boof lets that concept go internally as well, because like, despite it having the ability to cure all known diseases, they have asthma and allergies, mm -hmm. and they They're have embraced that fully. They've gone, no, this is a part of me. And honestly, we should all live up to that. Well, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this has been a very incredibly fun season. Very much enjoyed this cryptid deep dive. And hey, if you're out at night in the morning, anytime, anywhere, and see just a little Celtic knock behind you, say hi to Boof for us, our boy. Bye! Bye! <laughs> Bye. <laughs>